Hello, friends, and welcome to Bible in a Year with Pastor Steve. This is episode number four, day four. We are almost through the first week of this reading plan. Today, we'll be covering Genesis chapters 17 through 20. We'll be reading Proverbs 4 and Psalm number 4. As a reminder, the readings that I do on this podcast will be from the web version of the Bible. That is the World English Bible. It is a public domain translation uh, that I am free to use for this podcast. Uh, the reading plan is available on our website. You can check it out at emmanuelmelbourne.org backslash B-I-Y, and you'll see a link to download it there. And you'll notice that on that reading plan, the recommended translation is the New International Version. It's always good to read multiple versions of the Bible so that you can enjoy all the nuanced meanings of the words. So without further ado, let us turn now to the reading. And this devotional today will be based solely on Genesis chapter 17, so that's the only chapter that I'll be reading today. Genesis chapter 17. When Abram was 99 years old, Yahweh appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. I will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly. Abram fell on his face. God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you. You will be the father of a multitude of nations. Your name will no more be called Abram, but your name will be Abraham. For I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you. Kings will come out of you. I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God to you and to your offspring after you. I will give to you and to your offspring after you the land where you are traveling, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession. I will be their God. God said to Abraham, As for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your offspring after you throughout their generations. This is my covenant which you shall keep between me and you and your offspring after you. Every male among you shall be circumcised. You shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskin. It will be a token of the covenant between me and you. He who is eight days old shall be circumcised among you, every male throughout your generations. He who is born in the house or bought with money from any foreigner who is not your offspring. He who is born in your house and he who is bought with money must be circumcised. My covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. The uncircumcised male who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin, that soul shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. God said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but her name shall be Sarah. I will bless her, and moreover, I will give you a son by her. Yes, I will bless her, and she will be a mother of nations. Kings of people will come from her. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, Will a child be born to him who is a hundred years old? Will Sarah, who is ninety years old, give birth? Abraham said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. God said, No, but Sarah, your wife, will bear you a son. You shall call his name Isaac. I will establish my covenant 
with him for an everlasting covenant for his offspring after him. As for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and will multiply him exceedingly. He will become the father of 12 princes and I will make him a great nation. But I will establish my covenant with Isaac, whom Sarah will bear to you at this set time next year. When he finished talking with him, God went up before Abraham. Abraham took Ishmael, his son, all who were born in his house, and all who were brought, bought with his money, every male among them, the men of Abraham's house, and circumcised the flesh of the foreskin in that same day, as God had said to him. Abraham was 99 years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of the foreskin. Ishmael, his son, was 13 years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. In the same day, both Abraham and Ishmael, his son, were circumcised. All the men of his house, those born in the house, and those bought with money from a foreigner, were circumcised with him. Friends, we are in chapter 17 of the book of Genesis, and this chapter is all about Abraham and this covenant that God has been presenting uh, through Genesis chapters 12, 15, and here again in 17, reiterating this promise that through him and his family, that there would be blessing for the earth, that the earth would be full of their descendants, that they would have a, a place and a purpose, and that God would bless them and all the people who bless them, God would bless, and the people who curse them, God would curse. Now, like the Noahic covenant that we saw previously with Noah uh, and God saying he would no longer destroy the earth or this project because of the evil in man and woman's heart, uh, he gave them the sign of the rainbow in the sky. And I, I presented that this is kind of like an archer's bow, right? In the direction of the arrow which would be fired would be back towards God, saying that he is going to take the responsibility for this covenant. It's an unconditional covenant, so to speak. Now, the Abrahamic covenant would be marked also by an outward sign. And this sign was a physical one, especially on males. It was the sign of circumcision. And this sign is a, it's an outward sign of an inward grace, meaning that when this outward sign is placed on a human, that God is doing something special. God is bringing them into a special community. Now, this covenant is both conditional and unconditional. It's unconditional in that God is going to bless the world through this lineage, through Abraham, through Isaac, and then all the descendants thereafter um, to accomplish his redemptive story. It's conditional in that if the people rebelled and they were disobedient, then they would be outside of the confines and the blessing of this covenant. And we see that Israel's disobedience caused them time and time again to miss the blessings that God wished for them. Later on in um, the book of Joshua and Judges, we'll see that the Israelites never fully inherited the promised land because they refused to do what God asked them to do. That was to fully 
dispossess the inhabitants of that region so that they could live in it uh, in its entirety as a people without any distractions or any other outside evil influences. So they never fully inherited that promised land. And exile later on would be a common theme for them again as uh, the southern kingdom of Judah was whisked off away to Babylon yet again because of all their disobedience and where that got them. Um, The penalties of their own disobedience was brought on them. And then for the northern kingdom of Israel, they were whisked away to uh, Assyria never to return again. Now, the prophet Jeremiah in chapter 31 verse 31 and following, uh, presents this idea of a new covenant that God would establish with his people. And this new covenant would be marked by the circumcision on a human's or of a human's heart, that the law would be inscribed on the heart. It's, It's engraved and it's changed. You can look at Jeremiah 31 31 and following, and also Jeremiah 4.4 to learn a little bit more about the changed heart as the sign of the new covenant that is to come. And Paul spoke of it as well in Romans chapter 2, verse 29, where he speaks of the circumcision of the heart. Now, as a people living on this side of redemptive history with Jesus, who came to accomplish the uh, the divine initiative of bringing reconciliation and redemption and forgiveness of sins uh, for all humanity, we have a sign of this new covenant as well, and that sign is baptism. Once again, baptism is an outward sign of an inward grace. Um, There's water that's involved, and that's kind of an outward sign. It's placed on a human, or a human is submerged under the water to symbolize the purification from sin and so forth. And it's a means through which God communicates God's grace to us. And as Methodists, we believe that infants can be baptized. This is kind of a distinctive uh, for us. If you um, know anything about the Baptist faith, the Reformed Um, theologies, then that is not something that can occur. But we believe that it can occur because if you go back to the Abrahamic covenant, um, young children at eight days, males, were circumcised. So God's grace can work regardless of age. And they were brought into the covenant family. And the same for us. Uh, When an infant is baptized, they are brought into the community of faith, into God's family. And sure, it still happens by faith. God's grace is always communicated through faith. But that faith is from the surrounding community. I don't know if you remember, but there is a time when Jesus heals a paralyzed person who was being dropped down through a roof. uh, And Jesus said, you know what? I'm going to heal you, not because of your faith, but because of the faith of your friends. In the same way, infants can be baptized because the faith of the community which surrounds the children. And of course, later on, uh, as people grow up too, if they hadn't been baptized as an infant, they can be baptized uh, later on with the same inward working of grace by God. It's a grace that God works in us. doesn't depend on us. doesn't depend on our age, but it does depend on 
faith, whether it's faith of the community or the faith that ultimately we bring to the table later in life. Well, friends, that is the focus of our devotion for today. It's all about the covenant. Uh, We are a covenant people, and we continue to live out this new covenant life amongst the world that is still full of, let's say, light and darkness, good and evil. Uh, We are working towards the true promised land, the fullness of God's kingdom coming to earth, but we're in an in-between time. So we live out our covenant in faith, and we collaborate with God to do that work he has called us to do so that we can continue to uh, make that darkness flee when we shed our light in the world. So continue to share your light and live into your baptismal vows and that vocation that God has called you into. I hope you have a very blessed day. I hope that if uh, you have any questions or you want to share any other tidbits from the readings, that you will do so on our Facebook page. You can go to facebook.com backslash Bible in a Year with Pastor Steve um, to join the group and continue the conversation. As for that, let's uh, continue to encourage one another, love one another, and pray for one another as we continue on this journey in a year in God's Word. God bless.